Welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse and with me today is Rob London. Hello. It's going to be a long shot if you guess what this character is going to be. Ooh, I, I hope you like mullets. One of his one of his main issues that came out, like I think in two thousand, I want to say two thousand five or something, when he was in X Factor, mm-hmm. was was him literally getting a haircut. Yes, like it was just the whole focus of the issue. It was just like you know, you can't have a mullet anymore because you're dumb. Fun fact: uh, his mullet based uh, was based by artist Art Adams on the uh, the singer Limal, the guy who did the theme song for the Never Ending Story. That is some. That's definitely some trivia. Because, I mean, look look up that never ending story video. That guy has the exact long shot haircut. Yes. Well, um, talking about long shot, he's an X Men person. Yep. He although he is not exactly a mutant. His real name is unrevealed. Um. I don't know if they even gave him a real name. I, I, think, I think he's always... It might just be Longshot. I think it's just Longshot. Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't have a real name because he was genetically engineered. Yeah. Yeah. He's a former slave and movie stuntman. Now, um, now he is a rebel leader. Yep. He doesn't go by anything else. He was created, so... um. He was creating an unidentified world in another dimension, aka the Mojoverse. Yep, a world filled with that's basically like a, I don't know, like what, what's what am I trying to do? It's like if uh, the Death Race two thousand world was like expanded to an entire universe. Yes, it's 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 a a it's a dimension that is ruled by the tyrannical Mojo, who is a caricature of like a an amoral tv producer yes and just and uh long shot because of his powers which i'll talk about a little bit later um he was like a he was a really good stuntman and he was in just in a lot of like shows and stuff and uh basically the world i mean the universe is ruled by ratings yes biting satire for the time kind of fighting now yeah i guess but but um and uh long shot got a lot of ratings for mojo so he was his favorite for a long time uh he doesn't have any known relatives because again he was created in lab although stay tuned because future developments have arisen yes there is definitely a clone that was there's definitely a clone his, of him somewhere. His son Shatterstar? is also kind of his father. Mm, mm. Kind of. X-Men. Stop. It also involves Dazzler. Yes. He was married to Dazzler for yes, a little bit. Yes, and yeah. basically she gave birth to uh, Shatterstar, who was a member of uh, Rob Liefeld's X-Force. But then Shatterstar's genetic material was, he somehow ended up in the past, and his genetic material was used to create Longshot. So, 
X-Men. X-Men. <laughs> X-Men and time travel. Okay. Um, yeah, like really anything dealing with Longshot and his history, kind of complicated almost immediately. Yep. Nah. Unless you're doing just a straight Mojoverse story, time travel and extra-dimensional tra- extra-dimensional travel and all that junk. Um, his first appearance was Longshot number one in, um, in September 1985. A man with no pass. Interestingly, also first appeared in September 1985, me. Really? Yes. Oh. Well, maybe you and Shatter—not Shatterstar. <laughs> maybe you would. Maybe you are Shatter. Well, that that haircut is tempting. This is a little odd because it's kind of like because uh, I think they wanted to do more with Longshot than they actually did. Yes, because like he like because he came out with a series and like it, it was a, like a series before he be, uh, was like actually put through. Mm-hmm. Through X Men and everything. right, he, like he first appeared in his own eponymous series, which is not that common. Usually, you turn up in something and then they, you know, give you your own series. But I think the reason why he didn't uh, that series didn't continue that long is because the artist was Art Adams, and then as and then much as it is now, Art Adams is a fantastic artist who is also very slow. Yes, and but the, if you, um, it is very eighties uh, art style. You can definitely tell. It's just like the like the purples and pinks are everywhere, and the mullet and just the leather and everything. Just oh yeah, it's very eighties. He looks like he's a member of a new wave band. And I don't think he ever got another. I don't think there was ever another long shot series. There was. He got a mini series um, a couple oh, of years ago. A long shot saves the Marvel universe. I think. Oh. It was uh, mm, written I- by uh, Christopher Hastings, uh, the, the Doctor McNinja guy who currently writes Gwenpool. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. It oh. was actually pretty good. Well, I'll check that out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't pay attention to a lot of like the like miniseries a lot of times. Yeah, this was just a couple of years ago. And I think, I guess we can also note here that Longshot has what would become the signature feature of a couple later X characters. He has one glowing eye. Yes, the, basically uh, what I like to call the 90s special. Yes. Where, um, you know, Nathan Christopher Gray... Yep, and I think I think Shatterstar might have had that as well. Shatterstar has it, and Longshot has it. I'm sure uh, somebody Cable else. Cable has right, it. Cable. I'm sure somebody else. I guess, um, yeah, Nate Gray has it. I'm sure s- yeah. somebody else has it. Um, so I, it's it's a it's a common thing. Like it, they either have a they either are a mutant or they are cyborgs. <laughs> And they have like one glowing eye. And it's never like it's not like their eye glows. It's like a star. Oh yeah, type thing as well. Um. Well, uh. So let's get into his story, which is actually quite long because I'm uh. Because wait, yeah, this would have been around the time when he was still like somewhat popular and doing stuff in the X Men main X Men book, right? Yes. Yeah, no, this is this yeah, is shortly after this miniseries came out, and I believe he'd been added to the main cast of X-Men. Yeah, because he was, um, he was the, uh, he was kind of like a reserve X-Man for a while. Right, I think this is made when they were living in Australia. 
Yes, and he was on the um the more oh, the the, Mew, the Muir Island uh, X Men. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, along with like Callisto. Right, I think Polaris like was there. Polaris, and this, I, and I think it was Polaris with a super strength instead of the Magnet right. She inexplicably well. had that for like a year or so, and I don't know if they even ever explained it. Yeah, I think it was actually longer than that because Polaris like was kind of just out of the comic for a long yes. time. I think until like the nineties or so, like it was just like mid eighties to nineties. It was just like Polaris. Who? I guess we better. Well, we we. We'll put her in X Factor. Why not? The world, in a in a dimension, uh, in a dimension, a race of sentient semi humanoids, lacking uh, spines, evolved. Race's inability to stand upright prevented their civilization from advancing beyond relatively relatively a primitive level. Finally, the science arise. Does arise? I think it's arise. Design, arise uh, designed an artificial exoskeleton frame that would enable a member of his race to stand erect. Most of his race began using these exoskeletons under and under Arise's guidance, their civilization rapidly advanced. They had high hopes for this series. Yes, <laughs> I can always tell. When a character was supposed to be a big deal, when their stories didn't begin with them. Yeah. It begins with the history surrounding their culture. <laughs> A.K.A. every internals <laughs> entry. At the dawn of time. Or something. And so, yeah, you get this a lot. Uh, but I can already tell. Hmm. However... Some of Arise's uh, race refused to use the exoskeleton, and for unknown reasons, those so-called spineless ones somehow became the race's rulers. The spineless ones demanded uh, demanded to have a race of slaves, which Arise created for them through genetic engineering. The spineless ones' uh, mythic images of devils had humanoid forms. So, and Arise, apparent, uh, apparently with ironic intent, designed his genetic creations to resemble them. Moreover, Arise had no intention of allowing his sentient creations to be oppressed, and secretly designed their genetic codes so that, despite the spineless one's wishes, the humanoids would have intelligence and be have a strong sense of individual self. Hence, a rebellion of the slaves would be inevitable. Sorry. He also designed them to uh, some of them to have... Uh, superhuman powers like like Longshot and Quark right Quark who's and, like a, like uh, some sort of goat man I think yeah I think he so had, <laughs> he inexplicably had a 90s action figure well I mean why not everyone had, had one of those so we are so we got through the history of his world mm-hmm. now let's go to the next where we actually talk about him yes uh, Longshot first achieved consciousness as an adult. Having been grown in machines to become a warrior slave to one of the spineless ones, Mojo. And Mojo is basically he has like a spider body. He's, he's, he's kind of kind of a jab of the hut on like a like a robot spider. Yeah, yeah, and he's kind of gross looking and everything. Uh. 
Yeah. He has no spine because he's a villain, I uh, guess. I don't know. It's, it's a metaphor. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Sorry. I had a better joke. He had no spine because he's a politician. The long shot's first wor- uh, words to tell Mojo, his owner, was, no one owns me. And then Mojo put him to work as a performer of dangerous stunts and movies he produced. And uh, he eventually sought out Arise and told him his origin and explained to him that he was uh, that he was basically built to be like, you know, a rebel. And then he became a legendary heroic rebel leader on his home world. And then they induced amnesia on him, so he'd become a submissive slave. But instead of that, he kind of just fled through an interdimensional portal and then escaped to Earth. He was dubbed Longshot because he continually acted against heavy odds. And he he continually acted against heavy odds in his exploit. And so, like, he fought, like, people like Gog and Magog, um, a.k.a. um, the people who are going to destroy the Earth through the end times, because Gog and Magog is end time beasts, and as well as Marvel characters. Uh, And Spiral, who is pretty cool. Yeah, she'll be coming up later. She's got a bunch of arms. Yeah, she runs the body shop, where she basically, uh, you know, can enhance people with cybernetic parts and stuff. Pretty cool. And then Mojo came to Earth uh, to kind of, like, get Longshot. And did more stuff with Mojo. Doctor Strange and Quark and Rita. Ricochet Rita kind of defeated Mojo and put him back into... The interdimensional space, and... Yeah, that's Ricochet Rita, who is Spiral, or will be her in the future. It's complicated. Because of X-Men continuity! Yep. <laughs> um, so, he is six foot two. Has blonde hair. I mean, sorry, blonde hair, blue eyes. And get this, weighs 80 pounds. There's a reason for that. Yep, he's just a super. He's got he's, he's got bird bones. Yep, he has hollow bones. Um, he has only three fingers and a thumb on each hand, which I did not notice. His cartoon hands. Yes, that is a consistent feature of all Mojo Verse residents. Does the uh, baby X Men have those? As well? I think so. Yes. Well, they're already they're already cartoon right, characters. but but like you know like. You know, uh, like Major Domo and all the people who work for Mojo all have three fingers and a thumb. And also, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Exiles will be featuring uh, Baby uh, Wolverine. Yes. Well, which will uh, probably be a laugh riot. I mean, that, it, I like that writer a lot. Yeah, I like. I mean, I'm not trying to uh, disparage it because honestly, I am going to be probably reading it and everything. It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't have a lot of energy right now <laughs> to say that. So he has, he does have one ability. Well, he has a couple of abilities, 
but one of his main abilities is he can affect probability uh, fields through psionic means in order to give him good luck in his activities. The thing is, it only works when he's consciously trying not to. He has to kind of just... It acts like he has good luck all the time. Yeah, he just kind of has to go with it. He has to go with it. So, as long as he's not like, man, I hope I can do this. Like, He has to not think about his main power in order to use it. Yes. Which is interesting. But also at the same time, a bummer. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, you can't. I guess it. I kind of like that that concept where you know you can't consciously use it. You just kind of have to let it happen. Yes, and but another thing about his power is, as long as he's not thinking about it, he can create bad luck for other people. As long as it's something that is affecting him, right? So. He kind of just do probability stuff. Um, so it's just like, like you know, he's not thinking about it, and he's in the middle of like a gunfight or whatever. Like he can make it to where everyone misses him. Like, like you know, like the wind like picks up and like makes everyone's aims off or whatever. Or him trying to escape a place is um, like he just happens to slide underneath the door before it closes or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like stuff like that. Um, he can also telepathically read um, recent memories of a person by making physical contact with him or her. Hmm. And he can read psychic imprints that people leave on objects. So he has kind of like that um, um, Abe. What is the name? The the Hellboy Abe character. Sapien? Abe Sapien. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot Sapien. Abe Sapien thing. You know, like you can touch thing and he postcognition. Oh, right. That's uh, what it's called. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah, po- postcognition. Mm-hmm. Um, where he can kind of like read things um, from the past. And the stronger the emotion the person had while handling the object, the stronger the psychic imprint mm. he or she leaves on it. And he can kind of um, learn, uh, learn the thoughts that the person who previously handled the object had while handling it. Mm. Also, this is weird. Okay, strangely enough, if a person will handle the object in the future, Longshot can, in the present, read the thoughts of that person while they're handling it in that future time? That's a really complicated yeah, that's thing. Yeah, l- that's a little confusing. That's a little confusing? Like, like that's <laughs> it's just like... I mean, it's so ridiculous, I kind of love it. I mean, yes, but at the same time, like, I feel like... That's just a plot. That's that's literally just a plot device. Oh, absolutely. His 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 power is plot device, basically. Yeah. If you think about it, like it's just like I'm the protagonist. Power. He just makes it through everything, and like, um, he also has like bird bones. Yes, and um, something, and he also has like a like a. Whenever his powers are working, he can, uh, his eyes have like a bright little star mm-hmm. thing. And one of his eyes glows, you know. It's, uh, so he's, he's interesting. I like him yeah. for the most part. I don't know if he's turning up anywhere at the moment, but. Um, I think he might be in something. Let me check. 
Um, I can look on his issues. He's actually been in a lot of issues. It's just he's been mostly like background character mm-hmm. for a lot of it. Oh, well, you know what he was in? What if the Avengers lost the Evolutionary War? Oh. You know, that really popular uh, crossover. Oh, sure, the Evolutionary War. Who, uh, who doesn't uh, remember the uh, earth-shattering consequences of that? Yeah. You know, if, if, if the Evolutionary War taught me anything, it's that one story can affect the entire universe. You know, like how, uh, how like, uh, it's a Civil War event. Like, it's still affecting things. Oh, right? sure. You know, we're still feeling the, yeah. uh, the repercussions of the Evolutionary War, uh, to this day. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. It's, I mean, I know a lot of people, like, don't, they don't mention it a lot. But, you know, almost everything is just tied directly back to him. <laughs> um, okay. Apparently, he's been in X-Men Gold. Oh, okay. Well, good for him. Good for three you, issues. And X-Men Blue, three issues. Okay. Let's see. Let's see the. Let's see what he's been doing in those. Um. Oh, there's a Mephisto versus the Fantastic Four. That's that's a series. Oh. He showed up in two issues of that. Oh, it was like a Mephisto versus, and it was a different group every time. Oh, they went to the Mojo verse. Uh, okay. Or no, the Mojo first came to them. Mm. Yeah. So he helped him out. Um, it was in issue 13, 14, and 15. Ah. Oh, it's a crossover. Did they already do a crossover event for that? I mean, it's I'm, the I, X-Men. They I, have to. It's- I know. But I would be so annoyed. Oh, I am annoyed. I am so annoyed. Uh. Guess what? He's part of the crossover. So if you wanted to read Longshot, you'd have to buy two different books <laughs> of, of a crossover to get to him. Actually, he was in X Men Gold a little bit longer. No, no, wait, he was in X Men Gold a little bit longer. He was in uh, the Mojo Worldwide. Um, oh, I do not like Old Man Logan. I do not like X Men Gold costumes. <sighs> yeah, this is just reaffirming things that I already knew. <laughs> Oh wait! These the X Men Gold was when that one person was being super uh, Islam uh, uh, anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic. Oh wait, I thought wasn't they also anti-Islam? I think it was specifically no, anti-Semitic. anti-Semitic. Yes. Oh no, it's anti-Semitic through Islamic stuff. Yeah, that guy yeah. sure killed his career immediately. Yeah, yeah, he sure did, and he did it with a uh, with Kitty Pryde. Yeah, that's uh, prominent Jewish character. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, comic book still has a lot of issues. Let's just say that. Uh, yeah, and there was a four-issue event with uh, Longshot Saves the Universe. Marvel Universe, so that's something. And, yeah, so he's been around oh, yeah, I mean, pe- lately. I mean, he's never a character that I've really had a good handle on, but, uh, you know, people certainly like him. Yeah, people certainly do. And... Uh, well, he was in X Babies, which makes sense because X Babies was a Mojo Verse thing. Oh wait, he's also going to be in the. Um, he's also apparently in the the Phoenix the Resurrection. Oh, that makes sense. That's thing you know, sort of we're gathering together all of our X Men characters doing stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's long shot. He's kind of he's kind of around, kind of like one of those uh, characters that just kind of. Pops up every once in a while. Sometimes as a miniseries. Mm-hmm. When people remember him. <laughs> you know. 
no longer has a mullet. Oh yeah, that's something. Yeah, no, he got a yeah, he got a better haircut. Well, I mean, a yeah, well, maybe not a better haircut, but a haircut that is less nineteen eighty five. Yeah, and more like two thousands, mm-hmm. or like a more universal haircut. I think you know, it's just kind of like a kind of shaggy, but like you know, he's probably got like kind of shaggy with a bit of an undercut. Yeah, he might have like uh, more of a Macklemore these days. Uh, I don't think he has a Macklemore. I think he's just kind of shaggy, but it's just it goes down to his ears. Okay. No, that's it. That's that. Uh, that's his newest thing. Okay. But yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So. uh Yeah. What? What? What else do we? What else can we? Say? I can't think of much. I, I think that I will just have to join you again uh, when you once more are approaching an anniversary. Yeah, I guess. I guess we would because I don't. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know when my next anniversary I, is going to be. I, it's going to be. Well, ins- you'll know when I show up. I, I, I apparently you're like the watcher for anniversary. Yeah, something important's about to happen. I show up, balded up for a couple of, a uh, couple of issues, and uh, then I, uh, uh, peace out back to the moon. Yeah, yeah, the blue area. You know where, uh, where Nick Fury is kind of just sitting there. That guy, that guy took my job. Watcher. Yeah. What? Okay. So you're a little bit more caught up with that stuff because yes. I'm because after secret after around Secret Empire, I kind of just kind of pieced out for uh-huh. a while. Um, except for like a couple things. Mm-hmm. Wait, he has a dumb hair now. <laughs> it, well, it's not dumb. Okay. Okay. No, I looked at a more recent recent thing. Okay. He has. Yeah, it's kind of it's more ask. of a like a undercut thing. Okay. More of an undercut, and he has sideburns. Mm-hmm. It's not dumb. I'm just reacting to it badly. Okay. Actually, no, I'm reacting to it badly. <laughs> he has like, um, he has like a uh, saber tooth sideburns. Okay. But with like, but his, but like he has like a streak of hair, but it doesn't go across the top of his head. Mm. So it's like he has kind of like a horse mane. Okay. And I don't like <laughs> it. I like the Marvel. I like the one where he's in the where he saves the Marvel universe more. Okay, so, um, yeah, so what has Nick Fury been Well, actually, he is going to be part of that new, um, Exile series. Uh, is he still watching? Yes, I guess he's going to be the guy who gives them their jobs. I like that. I like that. So, I'll, I'll be, I'll be looking out for that, because there's going to be old Kamala, I think she's going to be going back, Kong. Yes. Um... Where she is, it's an older version mm-hmm. of Kamala Khan, aka Miss Marvel, and they're gonna be. There's gonna be the ex baby or baby uh, Wolverine, um, and who uh, else? Iron Lad and Blink. Oh, Iron Lad. Yep, uh, Iron Lad, aka Kang. Yes, another version of Kang, which. If you want to hear about my confusion about Kang, I mean, not my, my confusion, my understanding, but um, breathlessness about trying to describe him to yeah, a Kang, person who doesn't know anything about it. Yes, it's hard to talk about Kang, because he has like three different versions oh, of sure. him. You got trying Kang, to you got uh, Ramatut, you got... Oh, Ramatut, yeah. You got Immortus, you also have Iron Lad now, all sorts of Kangs out there. Yeah, just Kang, just Kang, Kang in it up, Yep, you know, in Kangy places. Hmm. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so what would you have to plug? All right, so I am on, uh, 
Stasis Pod. It's a Transformers podcast that goes episode by episode through uh, various Transformers TV shows. We are currently in transition. We're, we finished up Transformers Animated and we'll soon begin uh, Transformers Prime. So you can tune into that and get in on the ground floor. I also write for the uh, Marvel official handbook team. Uh, we've got a bunch of irons in the fire right now, but we're not doing anything that I can talk about right now. So stay tuned. Okay. okay. So my name is Jesse. If you'd like to talk to me on something, probably can't because I don't do a lot of social media stuff. But if you'd like to see my cat, you can go on my Instagram, which is at Marvelous Mooch. Uh, essentially, it's just pictures of my cat and him doing things. Every once in a while, I post something and you'll be like, oh, that's so cute. And you'll be right because he's a cute cat. And I don't post all the times he bites me. So, he's... <laughs> um, besides that, um, you can also listen to me on Alphabet... Not Alphabet Flight. Uh, that's the one I'm on right now. Uh, you can talk to me... Uh, you can listen to me on the uh, lovely Creepy Critters, where I talk about a cryptid with a person. Or several cryptids, because honestly, it's hard to talk about a cryptid with only one... With, like, two sentences of description. So, sometimes I bundle them up. And a theme. Like fishes. Weird fishes. I've done that recently. <laughs> so, actually I'll be out after this is out by a little bit. But whatever. You understand how time works, don't you? Except we're talking um, about Kang, yes. Except, yeah, except for Kang. Um, and uh, if, uh, if there is anything else, uh, which there isn't, then you can... You know, listen to the, this outro that I'm trying to do. Uh, that I'm messing up real bad. Uh, what am I saying? Thank you for listening to Alphabet Flights. And uh, may Conchu protect you when you're having a, like a daydream. You know, sometimes he protects you people during the day. Just not all the time. Good night. Bye. Bye.